All right, guys, about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on another edition of the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network and Inside the Rebels. Hope you're having a good day today, a hump day edition of the show here on the 8th of June. June the 8th, man, we're just trucking right along on a Wednesday edition of the show. Hope you're having a good day and you've already had a good week. Weekend's right around the corner. Hey, and we get some baseball to look forward to. How about that? Didn't see that coming maybe a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago. You were not planning on baseball a month ago. But how quickly things get turned around. All right, now what do we want to do today? Look, for one, there's there's a lot that we can that we can knock out. We've we've been doing the camp stuff and a, another big day yesterday, a ton of kids. I had a chance to um catch up with David and everything that went on out there and how many kids they had uh, just in terms of numbers, but then not just numbers, but in terms of talent, they had a ton of players out there. So there's a lot of recruiting stuff that we need to get into. Uh, I want to bring up Aiden Williams and kind of give you the latest on him and just what I'm hearing there and, and a development over the weekend, or I guess shouldn't be over the weekend um, at the camp yesterday. I keep thinking that's a Saturday for some reason. Now, it's a Tuesday. The latest there and some, some things that have gone on with him, we obviously have to do the baseball stuff for the weekend. You can't get a ticket. Uh, that's next to impossible. Look, I'm I'm seeing a, a really good friend of mine here in the area as kids going to Southern and will be a a a stud there. And you know, they're they're looking for tickets. And just to give you an idea, I pulled up one place i want to say the tickets were 300 dollars plus each something like that and i reached out to a sports information director down there i'm jack dugan who's a, a great guy and um was trying to get some stuff set up for the weekend but it's just difficult the place is going to be packed you know it's not the biggest stadium in the world certainly not the smallest either it will be a great college baseball atmosphere and uh, if you get a ticket, congratulations to you. I'm glad you're getting in the door. Uh, I had a good friend of mine yesterday had texted me that he wasn't able to get tickets, you know, based off priority points and, and all of those things that go with um, with Ole Miss and Keith Carter and, and how they prioritize who gets the tickets. And look, the cutoff was shockingly high, shockingly high. How much money and how many points you have to have accumulated by now. But that's a good thing. Tickets in demand is always a good thing. There's a lot of interest, and and baseball will be played in Hattiesburg over the weekend. Uh, here, hey, here's some good news for you. The broadcast crew is going to have Ben McDonald, and with all due respect to the guy that did the games over the weekend, you know you can just you can tell people that haven't done that a whole lot, and God bless them because that's not it's not easy to get behind a microphone. Look, I still don't do it very well, and I've been doing it for gosh radio for seven years and broadcasting, either doing some play-by-play -play or some color commentary, mostly doing high school games, but did it at Mississippi college for several years when I was the SID there. And like, there's a, there's a few things that go into it for one. It's hard to get comfortable behind a microphone. So look, my, um, I want to send my condolences. It's not that it's not that bad to send condolences to anybody, but it is hard to get comfortable behind a microphone. And then even if you do get comfortable behind a microphone, 
it's hard to sound good. I hate listening to my voice. I'm one of those. Now, some of these guys, you know, the quote unquote talent guys, uh, they love to hear the sound of their voice. Love it. I cannot just can't do it. And you just get to a point where I, you don't care. And that's almost better. Just don't care. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to do this as comfortably as I can. And that ends up coming off better. Maybe not the greatest, but at least better. But Ben McDonald will be doing the game this weekend. That is, uh, that's going to be fun to listen to. He's about as good as it gets, in my opinion. Of course, former LSU baseball player. Um, for those of you my age or my age or a little older, like Ben McDonald was a big deal back in the day, like huge deal. Pitched for the Orioles for for several years and was very successful in the bros. But he's doing the game, and I think Dave Neal maybe is doing the game with him. So that should be good. And it's on real TV, real ESPN, not just the ESPN Plus. It's going to be um, a national broadcast. So that that's a good thing. And it should be because this is one of the most entertaining series of the weekend. Now, we'll jump back into baseball here at the end. Let me give you the latest on a, a couple of things here. I mean, there's not a whole lot, obviously, going on in terms of, you know, the schedule's empty in terms of games. We don't have that, but that's fine. Because there's always recruiting going on in the camps, um, being held on campus. This is the, what happened yesterday with Aiden Williams. Uh, David, had, I, I think I called David, or David called me in the morning. And we had talked a little bit, just kind of sharing what was going on. And Aiden Williams was making a trip up. This is what I'm guessing happened there. And I haven't talked to Aiden. I have talked to his dad. And uh, I'm just guessing here. But he's in he's in town yesterday for a visit. Didn't participate in the camp, right? So he's just there. He has a, a, a stepbrother. And I mentioned this in the notes yesterday. The kid's name's Germany. Uh, Germany Hayden. And he goes to Northwest Rankin. He's a, a really good friend of my youngest son, Cammons. So anyway, I know this kid well, look, one of the most impressive kids I've ever met. I'm not shocked that he got an offer early. He got an offer yesterday, went to camp, went to camp with his dad, Lorenzo, and Aiden. So I'm guessing Aiden was there uh, for his brother. And uh, for people that may not be familiar with that situation, couple of things for one i almost didn't put that in the notes because i don't want it to look like a, a deal where hey let's offer the little brother here because it gives us a better shot with aiden williams and all of those things i didn't want it i really didn't want to do that but it's it's out i don't even know if it's out there yet but it, it would be but i didn't want to do that to germany if you know what i mean uh, i'm just telling you with that kid from what I hear about him at Northwest Rankin and just in this area from coaches, he was going to get big offers. Like he is that type talent. He's about 5'11. I'm guessing Germany is in the 180, 185 range. He's a running back now at Northwest. That's probably what he'll be, but he's also a linebacker, I think. Uh, he's just one of those guys you ask about him. I mean, you're asking about middle school kids. What position does he play? It's, it doesn't matter. You put him anywhere. And he's bigger, stronger, faster. First time I met him, and I'll make a long story short here, met him at a friend of mine's house. He's he, my, my kid's over visiting with friend Carter, actually. Not that you know these names, but just for the sake of the story. Go over, and Cameron's there, Carter's there, uh, Noah's there. Noah also going to be a big-time athlete to come through here, the same class. And Germany, 
Jeremy, one of the most considerate people you've ever met. One of the most considerate kids, careful walking around in the house, doesn't want to get anything dirty. They had done some, some new stuff to the floor, you know, jumping around rug to rug, that kind of thing. And then like, the, even at a young age, just as eighth grade, maybe last year, like he's one of those just shredded, just God bless that kid. And uh, first time I met him, something like, tell me about him. He's just a great looking kid, super nice guy. And I'm like, you play baseball? They're like, yeah, he play, plays baseball too. You play football, you play basketball. Like he does anything he wants to do. And maybe not the baseball, but anything other than that. Only thing maybe he didn't play was the baseball. And I'm like, man, if you tell me you had grades to go with it, like I'm about to throw something at you. You know, my kids don't have a shot here. Yeah, and great grades. He's one of those. Like he's an overachiever. So I wasn't shocked he got an offer anyway. Maybe a little surprised that young because they don't give out many. But he's that kind of guy coming through, a really young kid that that's going to get the offers. And I'm I'm guessing Aiden was up there to support him and to watch him perform in front of coaches. Uh, their dad, Lorenzo, works for JPD here in uh, in central Mississippi. I think almost positive played at Jackson State. And like Lorenzo's top notch, like very much a disciplinarian, that kind of dad. Um uh, keeps the kids in line and and if you meet either one of them you know what i'm talking about both of them aiden and and germany but that's kind of the story here with those guys doesn't mean they're just because they offered their younger brother that means it's better with aiden it doesn't change anything in my opinion for one thing you're talking about guys that are four years apart you know one going into his freshman year and one's a senior so even if they ended up at the same place one day i mean it's way down the road and Aiden would be a senior and younger brother, a freshman again. So I really don't think that plays much of a role in it. But that does give you a little backdrop in terms of with Aiden. And you see, every time he mentions schools, he always mentions Jackson State. And Deion Sanders has worked really hard on him. Well, his dad has history there, you know, so that you, it is something to pay attention to. You know, a couple of years ago, we wouldn't even mention Jackson State, but a lot has happened since then. And they have pulled off a couple of shockers. So I'm just saying, not that I expect that to happen, but just to give you an idea of of what's going on there whenever Jackson State comes up a lot. I wouldn't be just completely floored either, at least not after the couple of kids that they've signed the last couple of years. Uh, I think Ole Miss is still in good shape with him. We'll see how everything works out with NIL and all of those type of opportunities, and we'll see what a senior year looks like. But um, but anyway, that's kind of the 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 rest of the story that goes on with Aiden Williams with his younger brother, uh, Germany, and and their dad Lorenzo Williams here from this area. And, and I don't know the time frame for Aiden. I'll try and see if I can track that down. It's been one of those things. Just kind of let it play out, and you know, whenever you make a decision, you make a decision. I don't think there's any rush there. But that's what's going on with Aiden. Uh, you've seen some news with Jaden Rashada taking some visits to uh, several places. Look, saying Ole Miss is in good position with him, you almost always have to bring up there are several schools that probably feel they're in pretty good position with him. So that kind of is what it is. And if you remember during the transfer portal, when Ole Miss was still looking for a quarterback there, there were several guys that they looked they felt like they were in good position for, didn't get, and ultimately landed on Jackson Dart, which was 
a big time get. I just I wouldn't put all my eggs in one basket with a quarterback right now. That that would just be my advice. Not that I feel any different today than I did yesterday or last week, but just saying with NIL and and everything going on there and taking all the visits and him kind of taking all that in, I would hate to even put a percentage shot that they have at him. But there are several schools I think feel like they're they're in decent position for him. So we'll see what happens there. I uh, saw David put a note up with with Bryson Sanders, big offensive lineman. Yeah, I would agree with David. He's already crystal balled him. I, I would too. I think that Ole Miss is likely – Ole Miss feels like he's going there. I know that. Sources at Ole Miss, they, they feel like they're going to get him. So we'll see if they're right or not, but that's kind of where that is. Now, that's really enough for the recruiting today. We'll see what pops. There's, there are a ton of offers. And maybe tomorrow is a better time to get into all of those, but lots of, especially young offers. And you would expect that from this camp. Um, Tacofa Lewis, the, the big offensive lineman from Pearl, maybe get into that a, a little bit later. Not today, but tomorrow. He had, um, I saw he had tweeted out pictures and stuff that from, from his weekend. I think that kid's going to be a big deal. Maybe get into more of that tomorrow. I'm going to try and get in touch with him today. Now, in terms of the baseball, We'll do a preview show of that later this week. Since that's a Saturday, Sunday, Monday regional anyway, we still have two more days. So maybe tomorrow or Friday, we'll do a big preview of that and to give you more in depth what to expect from Southern Miss and some names. So when you roll into this, you know some of them already. Are you hardcore baseball people? Because we've, we've already played them twice. But we'll go a little more in depth on some of their guys and what to expect. And like, for instance, like I I'd made a couple of calls yesterday. I'd mentioned one of their left-handed relievers, for example, Dalton Rogers as a draft prospect. Like this is a guy that's hearing, you know, fifth round through eighth round, fourth round, something, something along those lines. Like that's a big time lefty reliever. And I bring him up because they have several of those guys. Um, several of those arms are, are looking at the draft right now. And that just says something about the talent that they have there. I think the series is relatively even. Southern's had a better year, and they're probably deserving of saying they are the better team. But it's baseball. The margin for that is, is razor thin already. Whoever plays better this weekend is going to get that. I don't think one team is going to out-talent the other, that the talent is going to overwhelm the other, pitching or hitting. Either way, I don't think that's going to happen. It's just one of those deals, whichever staff is throwing strikes, you know, whichever team is is getting the big hit, uh, whichever team plays clean in the field, it's just it's those kind of things. Whichever team plays well this weekend, they're going to get that. They're going to get that series, and they're going to move on to Omaha and, and get to enjoy the College World Series and, and everything that goes with it. Just have to play – well, one more weekend, and we'll see what happens. Well, look, that's going to do it for today, guys. Always appreciate y'all listening. As always, this is Chris Brooks with the Rebels 247 podcast on 247 Sports. Y'all have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.